Today's episode of Eco Chic is brought to you by Sawyer. Sawyer is a U.S.-based company with a global mission. Since 1984, Sawyer's goal has always been to improve your outdoor experience and make a difference in people's lives. I'm personally a huge hiker, a big outdoor advocate, and this feels like a great brand to talk about this week because it's actually National Park Week. Sawyer makes products that seriously elevate the outdoor experience. Insect repellent for your clothes and your gear, sunscreen that's formulated to actually stay put, and first aid products specific for your ultralight backpacking or camping. What I love even more about Sawyer is their water filtration systems. Sawyer International has water relief programs all over the world, getting water filters to families that need them the most. With over 1 million Sawyer water filters in play, they're on a mission to make sure every single person on the planet has access to clean, healthy water. To learn more about their global efforts or the outdoor gear perfect for your hopefully upcoming outdoor adventure, visit Sawyer.com. S-A-W-Y-E-R.com. Everything you do is making an impact in this world. This is not an elitist issue. This is a quality of life issue. How dare you? And I feel like it's my responsibility as a human being. So what? The world is at stake. You're listening to Eco Chic, a podcast about climate, sustainability, and eco-conscious lifestyles. What, like it's hard? Hello, hello, hello. Happy Earth Week. I'm so happy to have you here. My name is Laura Diaz, and yes, Earth Day is Wednesday, April 22nd, but I'm a really big fan of the planet, so we're going to be celebrating Earth Day all week long. We have episodes coming out every single day this week, Monday through Friday. You're going to hear from experts, from listeners on a mix of topics, all things environmental, all things climate, eco-conscious living. We're easing into the week today with a solo episode. We're talking today about how you can begin to lessen your environmental footprint at home while we're all socially distancing and observing Earth Day individually, virtually, however it may be. It's a little different this year. And I hope that even if you're someone who already thinks you're this great sustainable warrior, you're this eco-conscious queen among your friends, I hope that this is a helpful episode in getting you to reassess some of your practices, figuring out maybe you've slipped up a little bit. I know that I do sometimes, and it takes me a minute to reset. So Earth Day is a really good time to look at your choices and the way that you're living right now and say, how can I do better? How can I be a better steward to the planet? If you're new around here and you want to make sure that you get all of our Earth Day episodes this week, make sure that you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also follow along on social media. On Instagram, we're at Eco Chic Podcast, where we have a giveaway going on right now. And if you're interested in supporting the show in some capacity, you can find us online at totallyecochic.com. And that's also where you can sign up for our awesome newsletter. It comes out once a week on Monday mornings, and it's an awesome time to just sit back, get some environmental news, connect with the pod, and it's a really good newsletter. I have to recommend it, totallyecochic.com. If you like this episode, if you think it would help out a friend, please share this podcast. Put it on your Instagram feed, send it to a friend, send it in your family group chat. Let's just get it out there. Switching gears a little bit, something else that I want to acknowledge before we jump into the episode is that since the last episode of Eco Chic came out, we have had our second birthday. I can't believe it. Two whole years of Eco Chic. And I am so thankful. I've been really reflective lately. And I really am so, so grateful for this platform, for this opportunity, 
And thanks for tuning in and supporting the show and keeping up with it because especially this last year has been an incredible opportunity and a really incredible experience for me to grow. I've had some awesome conversations and I know I'm just going to continue to enjoy this podcast so, so much and I hope it continues to bring you value. So thanks for hanging out, whether you started last week, if this is your very first episode or if you've been around all two years, thank you. I so appreciate you. This episode will kind of be in the form of a starter pack episode, which is a style of episode where I overview a point or a topic, and then I'll refer you back to previously released episodes if you want more specific details on something I touched on. I've done one of these before, and it was kind of a hit, so I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. This is also really helpful if you're starting to think more deeply about your environmental footprint and you're not sure where to start. If there's a topic today that really catches your attention, You have plenty of resources at your disposal in this here very podcast feed. On a personal note, I have this dream that one day podcast feeds will be able to get organized into playlists, kind of similarly to music or the way that YouTube videos can be organized into playlists. And I hope that if you're listening to this in the future, all of these episodes can be linked for you. But as of right now in 2020, I don't really see that happening. So I will link all of the episodes that I refer back to in the show notes. If you're not sure how to get to the show notes, there's three little dots on the side of the screen where you're listening and you can tap it and say go to episode Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, where if you're there, you should leave a rating or review. But if you want to go on Apple Podcasts, you can just swipe up on the actual podcast while it's playing and it'll just take you to the show notes where everything will be linked. All right, let's talk about environmentalism at home. My interest in environmental living was originally fueled actually by an interest in low waste living or the zero waste movement. A lot of my episodes touch on the topics of waste and trash and the economic inefficiencies around that. And I really love talking about the zero waste movement because it's an easy way to start reflecting on the part of your personal impact that you can really visualize. You can't necessarily see how much CO2 you put out when you drive your car excessively or take extra flights or other more abstract quote unquote impacts, but you can see your trash. You can see how much you consume. You can see how much is staying on the planet going to a landfill because of your choices. And on the topic of trash, also while we're limiting our trips to the store right now, it's ideal if we are also really thoroughly utilizing everything we have at home in our fridge just lying around and we can reduce our waste in that process. So that's really cool as well. So the very first tip that I have when it comes to environmentalism at home is composting. This is an opportunity to really assess what your trash looks like and how much of your trash is food waste. Also, yard waste can be composted, so if you're gardening up a storm right now, composting is a great option for keeping all of that debris out of a landfill as well. I've done a few episodes on composting, but episode 9 is a full breakdown of how to compost at home and what compost is and the purpose of composting. Basically, an overview, food waste emits methane without oxygen to break down. So if you're putting food in the trash and you're under the impression that it's going to biodegrade, that's not true if it's in a trash bag, in a landfill, not getting oxygen to break down properly. Methane is 27 times more potent in warming the atmosphere than CO2. So methane is a really big deal when it comes to our environmental impact and just how much we're really warming the atmosphere at a time. Drawdown, which is really like the leading organization when it comes to climate research and climate solutions that are currently implementable, 
They list composting and reducing our food waste as one of the most impactful top solutions when it comes to decreasing our atmospheric impact. The only thing that's higher than that on the list when it comes to personal actions is eating a plant-based diet. And it's really important to just think if you are starting to compost, whatever you can compost, if it's just the peels of your carrots, if it's just a little bit of litter from your yard, all of that really does add up in the long run. It's pretty easy to compost at home and make your own little at-home compost bin. If you live in an apartment or a smaller space that doesn't really allow you to have your own composting option, or if you just don't want to have an at-home compost option, there's a lot of really good compost pickup services now in major cities where you pay a small fee every month and they'll come and pick up your food waste. Or you can also freeze it in a freezer and then drop it off at a local location like I drop mine off at a local community garden that has a compost pile. So there are a lot of options when it comes to composting. It just takes a little bit of Googling to figure out what option is the best for your situation. Speaking of, my second tip is to really utilize your freezer. Freeze that second loaf of bread, freeze an extra bag of coffee beans. When you can't find frozen vegetables at the store, buy fresh ones and freeze whatever excess you have. If you're cooking something special, freeze the leftovers for another time. It seems so silly to let items go to waste just because you forgot about them or you couldn't eat them in time. And when it comes to reducing your waste, a really important thing to just start at the source. Think about how you can be proactive in storing your food properly, freezing what you don't think that you're going to be able to eat in a reasonable amount of time, and utilizing your freezer. Once I figured out how to utilize my freezer, it cut back not only on a lot of excess waste, but also on costs. Why are you buying food that you're just going to throw away because it goes bad? I feel like it's kind of a grandma tip, but definitely think about your freezer. And with that, my third tip is to rethink some of your scraps. I did an episode titled 10 Things to Stop Buying and Start Making with Your Food Scraps, and I think that that's a really good introduction to helping you rethink what is truly trash in the kitchen. An example I love to give here is vegetable broth. Vegetable broth is quite literally just vegetable scraps that are simmered in water. So your carrot peels, the cores of your onions, if you have any wilty celery, I put mine in a crock pot with water just to cover it all up and it simmers on low all day. You can strain it. You can also do this on the stovetop until you have vegetable broth. It's really, really, really simple and it's a great way to start utilizing your scraps. There's also a trend right now of home gardens and homesteading an easy way to kind of dip your toes into the topic of home gardens if you're not really ready to commit, if you're in a smaller space, whatever it may be, is to start regrowing things like green onions and celery. Any of these rooty vegetables, you can just stick that root in water and you'll have a new item, a whole new veggie. Green onion actually grows really, really quickly, like in days if you put the white rooty part of the scallion into water. You can also do this with pineapple if you plant it outside. It takes about a year, but if you're patient, I feel like this could be a really fun project as well. So thinking about things that you can regrow at home is also just a fun activity. Our fourth at-home sustainability tip is especially helpful if you are in that home improvement phase of your quarantine. Let's talk about efficiency. Are your light bulbs LED? If you're a homeowner, is there an insulation project that you've been meaning to tackle but you just keep saying that you don't have the time for? Do you have a leaky faucet that's just wasting water? Conservation is good for the planet, duh, but it will also save you money in the long run. And efficiency is not a big, sexy sustainability project. But again, in the long run, it's about cutting back and it's about using less. It's about just needing less fuel, less electricity, less water, overall just being more efficient with what it is that you're using. 
I always, always, always bring up this concept by Daniel Jurgen, who wrote The Quest and also The Prize, just great climate energy books. And he brings up the topic of efficiency as the fifth fuel. We don't necessarily have to be as aggressively looking for that next great fuel source, that next super efficient fuel source, if we are using less with what we have and we start considering efficiency as a really active, reasonable means to fuel our society. So if you're itching for a home improvement project, I have to say efficiency over the crafts, over the big, hot sustainability things, efficiency is the move. My last little category of tips if you are in the aggressive shopping phase of your quarantine, please think about thrifting. You can shop secondhand on apps like Poshmark, Depop, ThreadUp. There's a lot of people that are reselling things on Instagram now, so you can go through hashtags like resale, closet cleanout, things like that. Maybe your favorite local independent thrift shop is now shipping. I did an episode on thrift tips, which was episode 18. And if you're itching for more high-end luxury thrift items, there's an episode with Meredith Feynman that has a lot of extra details. And there's also a lot of ways that you can shop online for those high-end items as well, like sites like The Real Real. When it comes to sustainability, you shouldn't ever feel pressured to buy something, to be a more actively sustainable person, to be a better eco-warrior, whatever you want to call it. You should never be in a position where you're feeling like, I have to buy all these jars, I have to buy all these new bags and this and that and the other. Because at the end of the day, it's about using what you have and being really efficient with what you have. And don't feel like you have to throw out all your plastic Tupperware. Use what you can for as long as you can. So again, we can think about efficiency when it comes to what you're buying and what you're using moving forward in this new environmental journey, if that's what it is for you. But by the same token, don't feel bad if you want to buy things during this quarantine. I think that's a very rational activity for a lot of people right now that they have some free time. Maybe it's something that calms them down. I am not here to say you shouldn't be buying things. By no means am I saying that. I'm here to say if you want to buy things, think about buying them secondhand. Think about buying them through the apps. Think about supporting an independent shop. You've heard it before. We are in a weird time. I hate to be another person to say that, but that's what it is. There is this opportunity right now for you to rethink how you're living when it comes to your environmental impact. And I also feel as though there is an opportunity for you to sit back and reflect and say, who do I want to be coming out of this period? What habits do I want to cultivate right now and just really emulate long term? More specifically, in reference to this period of isolation that we're talking about right now, I put out an episode two episodes ago, I believe it was episode 100, right fresh in this feed, that was called Climate and Coronavirus, What We Can Learn. So if you're interested in hearing my thoughts and some science, please go back and listen to that. But that's all I have for today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. I think this was a good way to start off our Earth Week. Like I mentioned, don't forget to subscribe to the pod so you don't miss any of those upcoming episodes this week and find us on social media, enter our giveaway, lots of fun stuff going on, rate and review this podcast. And with that, thanks for hanging out and I will see you tomorrow. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.